What's up? What's up? What's up, teammates? Michael from Winning to Wealth here, back for Money Talk number 25. So on Friday, May 15th, I was actually laid off from my job. And I got to be honest, it really sucked. And it was a huge punch to the gut because I had just given so much to that organization. And this was really something that wasn't based on anything I had done wrong or anything like that. But me being me, I firmly believe that there is a lesson in everything. So for this money talk, I'm going to share seven money lessons that I've personally learned during this coronavirus pandemic. Let's talk about it. The first one isn't really something, I guess, that I've learned from this specifically, but the realization of this is definitely stronger now than it was then. And that is never put your career before your family or your faith. So nine years ago, I started my career in sales and it was a commission only position and I made way below the poverty line. Like it was a huge risk at the time. Now, fast forward to last year and I was making six figures and I was essentially running a sector of the company that I was working for. And so, as I said, I was laid off on the 15th of this month. And one of the things that I've been super grateful for is the fact that I've never put my career before my family or my faith. Now, I could have moved up the ranks a lot faster. I could have made more money had I been willing to do things like work on the weekends or take on more projects or even just travel more often for work and all those kinds of things. But I realized at the time that the time that I would spend doing those things was essentially time spent away from my family, away from being active and serving in my church and other things that were just way more important to me at the time. And so with that chapter being over now, I'm so glad that I made the choice to say, you know what, my family, my faith come before this because getting laid off stinks. It's been tough. Like it's been frustrating. I've been angry. I've been sad at times, just all these different emotions. And I've had to rely on my faith and my family during those moments. So again, for me, the lesson has been don't try to balance faith, family, work, etc. Prioritize what's most important and then spend most of your time and energy on those things. And for me, those just so happen to be faith and family. The second on the list for me is always keep at least three months of essential expenses saved. Now, Dave Ramsey says you should save up $1,000 before you start paying off your debt. And then once you have the $1,000, you can start paying off debt and all this other stuff. But I disagree with that because the truth is $1,000 wouldn't cover my essential expenses for a month. And I'm sure that's true for the majority of you guys that are listening. So with that said, my recommendation is that you always need to keep a minimum of three months of your essential expenses saved at all times. That's three months of rent, three months of utilities, three months of your normal grocery spending and everything else you need to live saved up at all times. 
And keep in mind that it's the bare minimum that you should have set aside. My preference is that you work your way up to six months, but three is a fantastic starting place. And again, it is the bare minimum that you should have at all times. Now, for us personally, we have 12 months of expenses. And here's why. So I had a six-figure job and those aren't always easy to come by, right? So my average job search takes between five to seven months. The last couple of times I've changed jobs, it's been about five to seven months. And when I'm unemployed, our expenses shoot up because we have to hop on my wife's insurance and it costs about three times more than anything I've ever paid. So there's all these extra expenses. I'm not making any money and it takes a while. So for us, 12 months, was just a perfect number because as my career has grown, it's made more sense to adjust and make sure that my family is taken care of instead of just following some rule of thumb that says I need three months or six months or anything like that. So for you, here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to accept the fact that personal finance is personal, and you're going to have to look at your situation and apply some sound logic. But at a minimum, you should have three months of expenses saved. The third lesson that Rona has taught me is that cash is king. So I remember these posts floating around social media where folks were asking, would you rather have like 500,000 or would you rather have like an 800 credit score? And there were so many people that were actually picking the credit score. And so if that was you, hopefully this pandemic has exposed the flaw in that logic. But just in case, let me explain why there's a huge flaw in that line of thinking. So in a time like this, some banks aren't lending as freely. So it doesn't matter what your credit score is. That credit score isn't putting food on your table. Money is. But don't get it twisted, though. I'm not saying that credit isn't important at all. What I am saying, though, is cash money is and always will be king. And so with that said, my hope is that when this is over, we have more people focused on building wealth and less people focused on building credit. Because as you build wealth, something phenomenal happens. You start to build credit. So focus on building wealth. Let the credit take care of itself. Now, the fourth lesson that I've learned during the coronavirus pandemic is to always keep life insurance outside of work. So in just the last two months, tens of millions of people have lost their jobs. I mean, it is absolutely crazy. Never seen anything like this. But what's even crazier is just how many people never got life insurance outside of work and are now living without life insurance during a global pandemic. Now, if people depend on your income to live, you need to have life insurance, period. I did write an article a while back that details how to make sure that you can get the best price, how much coverage you should get, and all that kind of stuff. So be sure to head over to winningtowealth.com slash episode 25 or look in the episode description to check that out. I'll be sure to make sure I link to that article so you guys can learn the ins and outs of life insurance, how much you need and all those things. But as I said, always keep life insurance outside of work because you just never know what could happen with your job. And the last thing you want is for your family to just struggle to live and maintain a good quality of life after you're gone. Now, the fifth lesson I have learned during the coronavirus pandemic is that living on one income is key. 
So when we paid off our debt from 2014 to 2016, my wife and I basically lived on her income and sent most of mine to debt. Now, we kept that up as we built our emergency fund and even as we transitioned into full-on wealth building. And then we bought a house. And so as we were going through the home buying process, we ran the numbers based on her teaching salary. And when we decided to buy cars with cash, yes, it was because we were committing to staying away from consumer debt, but also we wanted our essential expenses to be able to be covered by one of our incomes just in case one of us lost our jobs, which is something that we're going through right now. So again, I don't have the income right now, but we're comfortable because her salary covers all of our bills. There's still a little left over to keep saving or investing with. And we have 12 months of our expenses that we may never even have to touch because again, all of my wife's salary covers our expenses. So as you're building your life and as you're making these big decisions, set yourself up to live on one income when times are good so that you can continue to live comfortably when times get tough. My sixth lesson from the coronavirus pandemic is to never rely on a single income source. Now, this is one for me that I wish I had spent a little more time being better about. So because we've been winning with money for the last like six years, I really didn't place a high enough value on creating more income streams within Winning to Wealth and even outside of this business. So yes, this is a full-fledged LLC business, but my focus has been on just creating really good content that helps you guys grow. I haven't spent a ton of time promoting a lot of brands and businesses and doing things that really generate a ton of income like I could have been doing because it's just been about teaching you guys some of the foundational things. Now that I don't have my W-2 income, I do see the value in creating additional income with this brand. So with that being said, it will be more of a focus for me going forward. Now, I don't want you to freak out or anything. That doesn't mean you're going to get ads every five minutes on the podcast and all over the blog and things like that. But what it does mean is I'm going to be promoting brands that I have tested and I truly believe that can help you manage your money better. I'm going to be promoting services that I think you guys will love and will, again, help you manage your money better as you attempt to build wealth. That also means that I'm going to be creating my own products that are going to help you manage your money better. So if you see these things, just know that it's coming from the place of me wanting to help you grow and build wealth and not just a money grab for me or anything like that. So If you see something that you believe could help you do things better or more efficiently on your wealth building journey, I would definitely appreciate the support. But guys, listen, like I said, I am not hurting. So if you don't see anything, just keep doing what you're doing with no worries. There's no pressure or anything. But and even outside of winning to wealth, I'm I'm also going to be exploring some other ways to use my talents and um, things that I'm gifting in to generate some income because it is important, you know, and I'm seeing that now as I'm seeing just how little control we have over our jobs and our incomes. So that's a challenge for me to you is to just look into a few ways that you can create some income outside of your W-2 income. And I'd love to hear from you in the private Facebook group. Uh, if you you know have a side hustle or anything like that where you can share how you're making extra money. And if you're not a part of the private Facebook group, you can find that at winningtowealth.com slash teammates. 
Now, the seventh and the last thing I have learned from the coronavirus pandemic is to always be flexible. One of my favorite quotes is from Mike Tyson, and he says, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And I think we're all kind of finding that to be true. So like we came into this year with plans to max out our 401ks, with plans to max out our IRAs. We had plans to save for a trip to Europe next year. All of these plans. But Rona came along and punched us in the mouth. And I got to tell you, it was a heck of a punch. But just because we got knocked off our path a little bit doesn't mean we stop making progress. It doesn't mean we stop making moves. So, yes, it's still important to have goals. And, yes, it's still important to have a plan to reach those goals. Just make sure that you're writing those plans in pencil because, as Outcast says, you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. So always, always, always stay flexible about the methods you use to reach your goals. Now, if this is your very first Money Talk and you enjoyed this episode, reach up and tap the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Doing this ensures that you can know every single time an episode drops so that you can keep up with what's going on out here. Also, I want to give a shout out to Anna, who actually won the $250 cash giveaway for essential workers that we did last week. Congratulations, Anna, and thank you so much for the work that you're doing during this time. And if you just heard that and you're like, what the heck is he talking about? $250? I had no idea. Then that means you're probably not following on social media and you missed the giveaway. So to stay up to date on everything we're doing, be sure to search and follow Winning to Wealth on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That is where I post all of the latest updates on everything going on. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, search Winning to Wealth. But that's all the time I have this week. So until we talk again, keep racking up those wins one at a time. Take care.